Please be advised, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Lazy. And uh, it's the Black Three on uh, Kind of Movie Critics. Join the Black this Three week. on the KMC? Yeah, the Black Three on the KMC. We got to somehow, like, trademark that or what service mark that or whatever we can do to protect that thing uh but we are the black three joined by an extremely black woman uh six you might remember her from <laughs> oh i don't mean that like in a colorism way i just mean that i mean that in like uh in like and you know in your pride you're very pro black she's, she's very I mean. culturally yeah. black very culturally uh-huh. black yeah i forgot we it's was like, talking about making eggs in the bacon grease yeah that yeah part. that part uh, young six man, you might remember her from our uh, which one, our succession episode and, and the snowfall. Uh, and snowfall. snowfall. What's up with you, six? How you been? I'm good, blessed, highly favored. How are you? Pissed oh. off. I've watched Malcolm and Marie three times now, so oh, three times. Okay, so you was you was invested. <laughs> no, you <laughs> was invested like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, you might hear a lot of yelling and screaming in the background. That's because we in a noisy ass building right. Now. I think they're doing a whole photo shoot in this building right now. Um, but. Anyway, uh, how are y'all, Martin and Lizzie? How y'all feeling? How y'all been since last week? I'm good. I mean, <laughs> Martin, Martin is being modest right now. Martin ain't dressed like Billy Ho today. Martin got a haircut and shit. Ooh, like he cleaned as a bitch oh. over there. He ain't, he ain't got his Mickey Mouse gloves on. Hey. Martin, Martin over there looking like he ready to meet him a woman. Martin hey. got that fresh lineup. Is that a feather with and the good hoodie? hoodie? No, it's the 17th Street uh, Surf Shop. Ooh, not for the land. I like that. Yeah. There's no type of chicken on his hoodie at all. Where did you get? It looked from? like no, it looked like a feather. Well, <laughs> nah. you know the computer's kind of far away. It kind of looked like a feather and fin logo from here. Do it look like a feather and fin logo to you? Six? No, you're just dramatic. I'm just tripping. You never yeah. seen 17th Street Surf Shop before. I mean, he is I, from Hampton. I I, yeah, I'm from Hampton. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing a made in Norfolk. Shout out he, to a driver. Shout out to Amir. I'm wearing a made in Norfolk jump, but I'm definitely from Hampton. He from across the modern Merrimack. They don't know too much about much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we you don't know about WRV oh. or none of that. Like, right, like, uh, yeah, that's that's all over my pay grade right there. I ain't never been to zeros and got a sub and went down to the beach. Um, you know about zeros and a slurpee not, on a hot day. I know about zeros, not a slurpee with it, but See? I know about zeros though. See? That's that beach shit. I don't fuck with that. Wow. So, uh, anywho, <laughs> enough civil war within the seven five seven. Um, th- yo, man, this motherfucking Malcolm and Marie, man. I think the. Uh, we just gonna forget about what y'all watching and all that other shit we be talking about, uh, you know, early at the top. We just gonna get straight into this. Uh, did I say Martin and Malcolm or did I say Malcolm and Marie? You definitely Malcolm said and Malcolm and Marie. And Marie. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I don't know why in my head I felt like I said Martin. And Malcolm. Well, I guess you probably want me to go first about talking about what I think about the movie. Then I like oh, it when yeah. it's just the three of us. Martin right. be ready. Yeah. <laughs> Martin be in it to win it. Let's just yeah. fight. Let's just yeah. get down to the fight. So real quick, if we could just, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen Malcolm and Marie, which I'm sure everybody has, and I hope everybody has, because we spoil the shit out of movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the newest, well, one of the newest releases from Netflix, uh, uh, starring Zendaya and John David Washington, uh, directed by Sam Levinson, who's also behind Euphoria, which I love as a show. Um, but uh, yeah, with uh, so all the preambles out the way, let's go ahead and jump into it, Martin, man. I know you're ready to go. What's well, up? I'm 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 gonna try to be positive first. You know, <laughs> I um, knew it. <laughs> in a, I, I would say in a vacuum, I really like this movie. Like I thought, I put it on last night, 
just to fall asleep too, thinking I would finish the rest in the morning. I I watched it straight through to like midnight, and I couldn't stop watching it. Um, and just and not looking at any other criticism, not really talking to anybody else about it. Like right now, my opinion is like, yeah, I really like the movie. Okay, so it was compelling for you, like right off the rip. Yeah, it definitely kept me awake and kept me like engaged in what they were saying and how even though it is it is extremely repetitive in what it does but it, uh-huh. it was still really entertaining okay well uh that well i mean that's yeah that's definitely positive especially if you had to get up the next morning and and, and, and you and you saw it through that says a lot in itself so when a vacuum is is good to you do you feel the same way lizzie i feel exactly the same way in a vacuum i love this movie Um, But when we come back into the real world and we put a lot of things into context, so many problems. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, I would I mean, I would definitely encourage anyone to watch it. I enjoyed it at face value. Yes. Right. Okay. How about you, Six? Where'd you how'd you land with this film? As a piece of film, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think to Lisa's point, there are so many um, problematic issues that come around with with how and, and, and the what's and the who's. But again, if it was just sat in front of me and I had no other information. It was a it was a well done movie. It was triggering, but it was a well done movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess you guys identified uh <laughs> deeper problems than I did. Um I, I I had, you know, my biggest problem was probably uh the one at the beginning of the film with with you know, I'm sure we're gonna get into it, the mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All black people had a problem with that. <laughs> That's what I had the most problem with in the film. But yeah I thought that was so beautiful. I, <clears throat> we gonna we gonna you uh, and you are cooking you no, cook too. We'll get to it. We'll oh get yeah, to we'll why get I to that. Was um, no, so she be cooking her ass off. <laughs> to, to me, on paper, this 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 movie reads very well. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm the same as Martin. I think I, I turned this on maybe like 1 a.m. And anybody who knows me knows that like 1 a.m. is past the red zone for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely <laughs> usually sleep by then. Um, but uh, it I, I was engaged all the way. You know, I, I watched it all the way through. No distractions, no nothing. Like it, 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 it held me to the screen. Um, so on paper, it really reads well, and then it translates very well. And then you know, I'm into, I'm into the you know filmmaking. So there's a lot of things about it that really, um, that really you know hit on some some sensors and some nerves for me uh, in a really positive way. You know, just like Euphoria. I mean, Euphoria. If anybody hasn't seen it, is, is visually stunning. Mm-hmm. It's a visually stunning television show, and I feel like. Uh, it, this movie minimalistically achieved sort of the same compelling photography um, on a very minimalistic level, uh, but this, but you can tell the intent was there. It was just done very well. So uh, long winded, all that to say that I, I I enjoyed this film a lot actually, and uh, I can't wait to hear this problematic sector that you guys speak of uh, just to see if it opens up my eyes any. And uh, who wants to get the ball rolling on that? Well, we could keep it light. We can talk about this damn mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I see two black people coming in the house. And uh, first of all, I love the old Hollywood style of like putting the credits first. I was like, oh, cute. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is adorable. Yeah. And, you know, he comes in, he pours his whiskey, and then he's playing James Brown. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, they Negroes. Right. <laughs> and when I see her go get the pot, I was like, what is she doing? She boiling water? Okay. Yeah. No butters. Mm, she's like, salt okay. in the jank. She put, she put the salt in there. And I was like, mm. okay, she's making pasta. 
I was like, that's a small ass pan, but okay. Right. I'll, I'll, and fall, I, back. I'll fall back. I'll fall back. Same. And then I was, but then she was like, do you, well, okay, let's back up to there's a continuity error because when he's like literally kissing her ass, she's not wearing stockings. And them tights reappear. And then they reappear when she goes <laughs> in the bathroom. And I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure he had his face in her muff. Like, what? <laughs> when did she have one stockings earlier? She she clearly went in the bathroom and took him off the pee and then came back and didn't have him on. And then they were miraculously on again. But, um, okay, continuity. When she was like, do you want salted or unsalted? salted butter oh and yeah. that had me and, weak. and i was like first of all what man knows whether or not he wants salted or unsalted but like that's really weird and, and like well, man like malcolm i i mean I do. <laughs> yeah i i do but I, I i feel like if you're doing the mac and cheese i feel like you just gotta go salted anywhere you need to cook you, with salted butter all the time so yeah, i don't even understand this unsalted butter and mac my and mother has unsalted that. butter downstairs and i hate it um <laughs> <so>. but <laughs> like with unsalted so i can control the salt intake well yeah i mean i i think i do see a use for it but in mac and cheese i feel like you it's already mac and cheese, you, yeah you you box you hit the home run right already like, <laughs> you ain't you ain't calorie counting with mac and cheese at like, least not the mac and cheese that real niggas cook i don't know about the craft you can calorie count easy with the craft i would have allowed her stovetop mac and cheese if she had made i would have allowed her velveta but like easy yeah. mac bro <laughs> she, yeah. she made I didn't even easy see the pack mac come out no he went and got it and like it was it was it was basically like I, it was I a craft box it was yeah. a craft box and i was just like yo like and, and what killed me about that is when he started eating it he was fucking it up like it was the best thing in the world yeah he was and then like she was so like i love you so much i made mac and cheese i'm like bitch that is not love yeah. <laughs> i made some stovetop junk see for me what i got from that um is he had this really big productive production of a day it was this huge day everything was pomp and circumstance they're in this huge house that's not theirs that's all pomp and circumstance but she was like you know what i actually know my man i know after this long ass day really all he wants is a pot of easy mac so for me it was like oh she still saw him right i think throughout the movie one of the themes was them not seeing each other mm-hmm. and in that moment she saw him and what he would actually want okay that that's why i thought it was so sweet i, I don't get me wrong a man of mine is simply not eating right. easy mac but Hello. Y- yeah Martin, man, is Easy Mac is Easy Mac the cherry on the top for your day? Um, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not a big mac and cheese guy, to be honest. Excuse with you. me. Okay. I just, I mean, I'll eat it at like Thanksgiving and stuff, or eat it if certain people cook it. But I just, don't, I don't go out looking for it like that. Right. But, yeah, I know plenty, plenty of people that like love the Easy Mac. Like, I think it's just like if you had that when you were a kid and you were poor. Like, I know plenty of people that grow up and like still eat the same exact thing. They like the Easy Mac. They don't even yeah. do no. They don't even do no customization. To I the wish joint. y'all could see me in Lizzie face right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Like I typically We're make mac and cheese on top of the stove, and like it does not take more time to like make a roux and put some cheese and some milk than it takes for you to stir up Easy Mac. Like that's just why. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I felt like they could have just handled the whole first act of the movie with her making like the actual mac and cheese yes you know what i mean i you know that joint was that joint was even too fast for like for craft though i'm just gonna keep it a buck <laughs> that shit was way too fast man so maybe she had one of those maybe that house had one of those fancy stoves that boils water in like 10 seconds yeah, it must have been because that's the only that explanation for that yeah induction so. cooktop face ass <laughs> so so the, the shitty so him enjoying the easy bake mac and cheese or whatever we want to call it him enjoying that it kind of bled into all, one of her monologues to me that started making sense which is when she was talking about like 
um, you know, all these other, you know, all these white folks and stuff that, that admire you, they look at you and they think that you're like a product of the struggle, but you don't know shit about struggling. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I, t- I was like, oh, now the mac and cheese makes sense. You know, like, interesting. I, I, I felt like that was a, that was a byproduct that, you know, that's, so I watched, how many times did y'all watch this movie? I watched it twice. You said three, three. six. Yeah. yeah. I've well, put it times? on three times, but yeah. I've successfully watched it once. I've put it on and then fallen asleep. Gotcha. Okay. Well, in typical Treasy fashion, watching it a second time, I, I, I caught way more, obviously. Um, you know, just about character and development and who these people really, really were. Um, so are, are we done with the mac and cheese? Ready to move to the yes, next topic? Yes, I no. think. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, so no. So, f- well, only because for me, having been in a, this triggered me. I've been in a relationship where this fight is an unfamiliar. Okay. Um. Remember in the monologue, before he got his second bowl of mac and cheese, she said, I haven't eaten all day. And he ate more mac and cheese. She gave it all to him. Right. And she was like, and I haven't even eaten all day. Mm. Or like even when he came in the house and she's (sighs) making the mac and cheese, she is a recovering addict. And the first thing he does is grab some whiskey. Like, Ooh, okay. That's the first thing he does to deal with conflict with a recovering addict is grab whiskey. Well, but so... Was she? She wasn't a recovering alcoholic, though, right? She was. Yeah, but if you're an addict, right? an addict is an addict. So you can't. Yeah. Okay, you gotta. Oh, like interesting. Complete, this for me, what it felt like this entire first scene was setting us up to see how the small ways he completely disregards what she needs. Ooh, is that what you got from it too, Lizzie? No, but she right. <laughs> Like even like even he kept asking her, Are you upset? Are you upset? And at first she was like, No, and then like you want to get into this and like him kissing on her butt. You know she's mad, so you don't want you don't really care why she's mad. Right. You don't want to find that out. You wanna have sex now. You wanna have sex, like, right, right. He completely disregarded all her needs and like that set that up for me. Mm. Now that I did catch. So that was that was very irksome to me because she was just like, Let's just eat and go to sleep. Nothing's going to productive is going to come of this conversation right. like this is you not can't let's... de-escalate it so don't yeah. have it right yeah. <laughs> which was i thought was very mature on her behalf yeah express Can... that was it i mean i think a lot of his yeah i think a lot of his um behavior in this film i think you have to take it as like this is probably one of the biggest days, if not the biggest day of his life. So, yeah, I think he's going to be, I'm not defending him, but I think he's going to be very, like, not tactful. He's going to disregard feelings. He's probably basically, I mean, he is pretty narcissistic throughout the film. But, yeah, he's yeah, this is like, a day he's going yeah. to be the most narcissistic because it's like, it's like he got a promotion or he won the Super Bowl or, like, he had, like, a kid. It's like, this is his baby out in the world and, like, he he could finally get something now that he's been working on for like years. So I'm glad you said baby, because how many people does it take to make a baby? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. you use the word baby. Well, it takes two people to make a baby. It don't at take least. Uh, well, it could. I mean, you know, it, it could, you know they it got they got one. methods where it, you know one person don't really get the credit. An- right, but <clears throat> they both were involved. Okay. All right. All right. So 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 you feel like you feel like all right. Was this shit was was the basis of her argument legitimate that he didn't thank her? Was that legitimate? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's legitimate. Okay. I don't even think it was just about the premiere. I think it bled into a lot of their lives. Right. So okay. So 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 really that, that the whole not thanking me at the premiere 
was just sort of like a, no pun intended, like a gateway, yeah, a gateway drug the into the, the into the rest of the, into the rest of the thing. But but we do feel like she was legitimately bothered by that. I mean, yeah. the more the story unfolded and it came out that like this is her story that he was telling, and he didn't bother to thank her, like. Yeah, that showed that how, like she wild. said, how little regard he had for her experience. So, you, you, all right, Martin, you you brought up narcissistic. Absolutely, that was that was definitely you know he's arrogant, narcissistic. Those are definitely traits that I, I attributed to him. But you know what I realized upon the second time watching it, and 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 you, y'all want to get into character, like character of these people, because that's what I'm about to spill here. Yeah. Okay. What I realized the second time watching this was that he he has dedicated this relationship to punishing her. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's about punishing. It's about how good it feels to be able to tell her that, she, that he's been there during her bullshit. He doesn't care if she gets better as long as he can be a part of every time something good happens. Yeah, but I think it's even I think it's even a layer underneath that in terms like i think he's just hurt. he's still hurt from being cheated on mm. and 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 i started watching this and i started re- I, to me it started feeling like yo he's kind of purposefully doing he's he's just he's just he doesn't give a fuck about her that's what i think he doesn't give a fuck about her um and and i i don't know if he even knows it I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, there's no way he could write that movie and not give a fuck about it just because mm-hmm. he has to he has to take that character from real life and adapt that into the film. Like he has to care about her to some extent to make it a good movie. Otherwise, it'll be trash. He so doesn't have to hear- care about her. She she is source material for his art. That doesn't mean that he actually cares about her. Like in a way, that's like a sick way of using her for himself. Like he used her. He's exploiting her pain. Like. I also was bothered by like the difference in age, like the dynamic of him being like been especially that bathtub scene. I don't know if we're there yet, but like when let me know when we get there. Yeah, like like that bathtub scene was very much reminiscent of like I've lived so much more than you. And so like literally like I've I've lived so many more women than you. So like I don't know that guys who like date women who are that much younger than them and then like have feel the need to talk about like how little they've experienced like that that drives me crazy but at the same time There's also exploiting her experience well, well, which is usually what say, did you say six like a, I missed that a monolithic that. reason what would you say repeat what you said six um that there's a reason that men date that much younger than them I mean, it's, it's probably not monolithic, but it has something to do with manipulation, something to do with being able to oversee someone and that they are probably stunted in their growth and people and women their age can see it. And mm. women not their age are more forgiving of it because they don't know because they're not that age and don't they can't correctly identify where that person should be at 35 when you're 25. Ooh, OK. Right. Like you can imagine, but. There is some truth to you haven't experienced enough yet. There's some truth to that, but it shouldn't be driven at you the way he did it in that bathtub where I would have, I, I would have mm-hmm. removed his head from his shoulders. Like, well, okay, so because because he was naming all of his experiences. Because I'm laying in a bathtub, almost mm-hmm. in tears, telling you why the ways that you hurt me with the film that you wrote about me mm-hmm. and disregarded me from it, and your rebuttal to it is, well, the film wasn't really even all about you. The fucking was about other women. Was it? 
<laughs> I'm going to remove your head from your shoulders and mail it to one of those women. So, uh, but so that that's partially to me why I feel like he's he is invested in punishing her the rest of this relationship. He's never going to forgive her for cheating on him, and that's what I that was my te- my takeaway from that. And then you know, and Martin, just to double back to what you were saying, if you listen to when he was the the scene when he was uh, reading the review and kind of giving the synopsis of the film. There was nothing like redeeming about what happened to that main character. It sounded like it was just a bunch of tragedy. That entire that entire character arc. There was like nothing that actually happened that was redeeming or like rewarding to the character of uh, Imani. It, it it sounded like it was just a pure tragedy. Like it was like uh, it was like um what's what's that Safdie brothers film that we like that came out before uh. Good time. Yeah, it's oh, like good, good time, time. <laughs> like good time, <laughs> but with a black woman. You know what I mean? Um, that that that's kind of like the vibe that I got from that film. Um, it, it, was I wrong in that? Did y'all kind of take away? Did y'all hear the? I didn't. Plot I didn't think it was like tragedy porn. I mean, I thought it would probably be an ambiguous ending. No, they but... were talk. They were talking about something about her getting shot naked. Yeah. Titties. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was I think I think she was being physically yeah. abused and her boobs yeah. were out. And so since we're going there, can we talk about why all that shit is pe- problematic? Yes, let's do it. I'm ready I to do learn. not like Sam Levinson as a white man using a black man's voice to parrot all his gripes about people criticizing the types of stories he wants to tell. That shit irked. Because that was about my euphoria. Soul. That was that for me too. For yeah, was about like, euphoria. When he was talking about, um, it was about euphoria, but like, he's like, oh, it's not. He was just saying, like, talking about the movie in a very meta way. Like, this is not, this is not a political movie because people are black in it. And I'm right. like, that's some weird shit for you to fucking write as a white man, <laughs> right? And right. then when he was, he kept talking about the white lady critic and um, how. Uh, John David's reaction, Malcolm's reaction to that about like someone saying like, you know, what is in poor taste and what is exploitive when you're outside of a certain community and his response to that being so angry and like criticizing his critics who have valid concerns about what he's doing. I felt like that was Sam like parroting his own problems with people having critiques of his work. And using a black man to do it, and it was really gross. So, so I'm not coming to Sam's defense, but what I will say is this: It sounds like the way that this movie was produced, it was an extremely collaborative effort, right? Um, uh, I've listened to a, a few interviews with Zendaya talking about, you know, how everybody in the film had to wear like five or six different hats because they had to keep a very minimalistic crew because of. Mm-hmm. COVID constraints and things of that nature. So when it came down to issues in the screenplay, uh, a lot of things got fleshed out on the set on the day of shooting. I heard a lot of it was improv. I did hear that. So so I'm, I, I got to shoot Sam Levinson a little bit of bail and just kind of assume to some degree that John David Washington had a hand in sort of ironing out that voice of Malcolm. Even so, so what I believe the framework of the film of a man coming home from a film review, I mean, from a, from a film premiere, uh, to have a big argument with his wife. I feel like that's the framework that maybe Sam bought into it. Um, you know, the characters, of course, you know, the arcs of these characters. But in, but some of the details, I don't know. I, the jury's still out on that one. I, I, I wouldn't pin that one to Sam completely. However, I'm not saying that to say that your point 
is not valid because in the event that he did, your point is extremely valid. I definitely don't think that John David Washington was improving a recurring theme in the movie about this white woman. Uh, that was written. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm mean, not. I'm he, not gonna accept that. Like, I, I, I don't think it was improv. What I'm saying, she that was what Six said. I'm, I'm saying it mm-hmm. was collaborative. So, so that I don't know if that became a thing because John David Washington became Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? And they sort of like rewrote it into. I, I can't see. I can't see Sam Levinson sitting down saying, "I'm gonna write the experience of a." He wrote uh, Euphoria. Uh, yeah. Okay. Touche, but I, you know, I didn't. I, I okay, not um, defending Sam. <laughs> go ahead, Mark, let, me get, let me get, let me gather my thoughts. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, if I, I'm not defending him either, but um, like I think, <laughs> look at the man. Look at the man. He, he hasn't he hasn't said it, but I but the whole thing about the white woman um reporter. And I think that is actually about his other movie, Assassination Nation. Right, it is. It's a, it's about yeah. his his feelings about people critiquing him about that, yeah. making a work about the queer community. That's exactly yeah, what it is, which is also yeah. an issue. Because mm-hmm. wait, is he part of the LGBTQ plus community? I no, he's so. married. Okay, I mean um, married, so to actual, a, married to a married to a woman. Yeah, Ashley okay. Levinson. That's actually what this movie is about because he didn't thank his wife for I think um it was either Euphoria or Assassination Nation, one of those movies. So I think again that's one of my bigger oh, issues, right? Movies. So like is his wife a recovering addict? Before nah, I say she's this? a producer. Right. So I guess I, my bigger issue is that this white man wrote this story about this black couple navigating addiction, basically, right? Like the the throes of it. What happens after addiction, writing a story about it, telling the story of it, um, having conflict after how you handle things, you know, conflict resolution. For these two black people, as a white man, there is so much addiction is a nuanced thing in itself that I think that people who are in the throes of that should be the people to write about it. Same thing with any, you know, very particular story. But adding the layer of blackness to that, Sam Levinson's name being on this just don't sit well in my spirit. I would I hope that it was collaborative, like you're saying. I think I'd feel better about it then. But even then, to Lizzie's point, you could tell which of these parts were grapes about how he felt about how his work was received. And it's like, don't use Zendaya and John David Washington to do that. Write a, write an op-ed and say how you feel. See, all right, we, all right, we have to we have to be very we have to understand. All right, you don't, we don't have to, but I'll shed some some light. Look, look at the men. No, 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 because this is not this is not about protecting men. This is about this is about understanding a little bit of the the collaborative process. Mm-hmm. John David Washington and Zendaya are both producers on this film. Okay, so this so this voice that we're talking about. It, 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 you know, it's being narrated by these people that have all the power in the world to say, hold a fucking minute. Like I said, if you're right, you know, that's one thing. But yeah. to my acknowledge, I didn't know that how collaborative it was. I just knew that he is credited with writing the film. Sure. Yeah. He's so credited seeing with writing that film. is like, yeah, I get you. You wrote this, sir? You, but, you but, told but, this story? But, <laughs> clear, but clearly, the t- but, you know, again, to Lizzie's point of this being meta. You know, there's some there's some collaboration that wasn't acknowledged, maybe in the credits. That's probably a real thing that was happening, uh, you know, on on the set. And of course, I'm assuming, man, I wasn't on the set. I wish I was on the set of this film, but I was not. Uh, I mean, shit, fucking Kid Cudi's a damn producer on this shit. So I Which, don't I don't know how much how did that pr- pr- you know producer <laughs> credits really weigh. Can, we got to get into that in a second. Yeah. It could be towards the end that all of a sudden everyone's a producer. Now. I don't just like the city girls. Okay. Well, well, there's there's a vanity. There's a there's a a vanity producer to sort of help 
push things along. Gotcha. Okay. You know, and and and, and then if you kind of look at what you know, Kid Cudi was doing the night that it came out, he was tweeting about it fairly organically. Mm-hmm. You know, that may be part of the duties of being a producer gotcha. on this. Is like I'm bringing. We're not going to put a lot, dump a lot of marketing cash into this. So you know, we'll bring you on as a producer to have stake in this film, and that'll be kind of like part of you're part of the marketing machine. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? So gotcha. that's a potential. That's a potential. Uh, thing there, and we know that you know, uh, you know, kid. Well, I guess we don't. I, I was I was about to make a real assumption about Kid Cudi, but he's a recovering addict as well. So he maybe if, if his voice was part of that, again, if if what you're saying is true, I will feel different. I will have some differences in how I feel about it. Yeah. I think Lizzie's point still stands. Yeah, Lizzie's point still but stands. I think the way that I see the voice telling the story would change if if I know that they're yeah been that collaborative. Collaborative and, and again, that's it. why I said, like, without that context, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this is not black people telling a black story. And I think I think he was trying to say that, like, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it was it was preachy in a way that I didn't like. And I was just like, oh, bro. Like, mm. it, it was extremely pretentious. That's what I thought. That's what mm-hmm. I took away from it, too. This film was very pretentious. And but but Malcolm was also very, pretentious. Uh, very pretentious. So, you know, I, I kind of a meta, you know, I think you hit it right on the head. Lizzie. like meta was a theme um, throughout this entire thing here. Um, uh, all right. Damn, y'all got me fucked up, man. That's, that's, I didn't think of it like that, man. Because I was I laughing mean, at all the jokes, does. like 40 Legos and a mule. I was I was weak when they said that. That was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was funny if a black man wrote it down. <laughs> Yo, I, I mean, a black, I, I, me. it was funny. There were so many parts of the movie where I was giggling. like, And, yeah. I, and that was when I was like, I wish I was watching this with someone else to see like if they thought the same shit I thought was funny. Don't but do it. Yeah. Don't. What what well, what you what you over there saying, girl? Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Um, don't do that. Don't. This don't is watch not a Netflix, it. and if you have it, if you come here for spoilers, I do this sometimes with this podcast. I, you know, I don't mind spoilers about movies. If you're here for spoilers, I'm also here to give you word of advice. This is not a Netflix and chill movie. Um, this oh, is yeah. not a let's you know. This is not we've been fighting. Let's cuddle and watch this movie. This is not a we're fine and let's cuddle and watch <laughs> this movie because I became very angry with a man who had done nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing, because I need to ensure that he would continue to do absolutely nothing. Just don't watch this movie alone. So you used the you used the <laughs> used the words triggered when Quite. we were off mic. Well, I think it might have been on mic. Quite. What triggered you about this film? Um, I have, I think there are a great many people who have been in toxic, borderline, abusive relationships, right? So seeing these kind of drag out arguments that I've I've had four or five hour arguments, right? So like seeing that and seeing how you take the breaks in the middle to make sure that the person is still able to take some more. Let me love you up for a second. I'm going to tear you right back down, but give me a second. Come here and rub your butt, right? Or I'm going to say all these evil, hurtful things to you simply because they're evil and hurtful. I'm going to say enough to you so you will cower in front of me. And when you start to cower is when I'm going to get soft again. But I need you to remember I am in charge here. I need to make sure, you know what, you're getting a little too bold right now. This wasn't even about you. I was fucking other bitches. Wasn't even about you. Calm down. That's what that was to me. That was, you are getting way too ahead of yourself. You're speaking up too much. Sit the fuck down. Mm. And now I'm going to be soft to you. Now I'm super sweet. Don't you know I just want to love you? You don't even let me love you. After I just told you I'd be fucking a bunch of bitches and put it in your movie. But you're afraid to let me love you. What? Well, well 
Okay. All right. Well, you didn't y'all didn't see like him bringing up the the women as like a defense against him saying that this her saying that this film was about him was about her. But it was about her. Clearly, there were some there were clearly there were some things. Uh, so he made a comment that it was an amalgamation of a lot of different situations. And then when she put him on the spot, he was like, I don't know, people, you know, so y'all don't feel like y'all feel like this movie was solely about her. I don't feel like it was solely about her. I mean, I, I think he was telling the truth is definitely an amalgamation. But I mean, the climax of the film is definitely her. Like when he explains the character and how like she can't handle love and like her um addiction is like yeah that's a hundred percent Zendaya's character Marie so in the scissors and uh, attempting suicide bro with the scissors, when was... he brought up her attempting suicide with that nail scissors up. in an argument right. like what the fuck like yeah there right <sighs> yeah yeah you, no, like I... and and that's the thing though like um. People can be very mean when they're upset with you. And like, I'm I'm definitely not that person. Like, I can be mad at you for what you did, but I'm like mad at the thing you did and I'm going to stay on that thing. Mm-hmm. But like, if I love you, I don't forget that I love you because I'm mad at you. And there's just a mm-hmm. way I'm not going to talk to you. And I've definitely been in relationships where it's kind of like, well, I'm mad at you. I'm going to say whatever I can say to tear you down. And like, that shit was triggering for me too. <laughs> I was just like, yo, like- what are you doing? Like, and like she said, I trusted you with this information. And then like, you brought it up in a fucking fight. Like you win points for that. Like, yeah. Oh, he was horrible. Yeah. He was tactless for it, sure. And and it's tact, right? Cause I was having this conversation with someone and they're like, well, what if it was all true? I said, yeah, like sometimes they were like, sometimes brutal honesty is important. I said, where is your kind honesty? Right? Like he could have told her that in a way that didn't destroy her that way. Like mm-hmm. they're, tact that's a, right. the exact word for it like you didn't have to say it like that that you could still because both of them had valid points in what they were saying yeah very much just the way they chose to say things to each other was like do y'all even like one another like mm-hmm. why would you say that <laughs> so i didn't i didn't start off thinking as in as i i was team zendale at the beginning or team marie you know i felt like the way she was trying to handle it she was taking her small little petty jabs mm-hmm. but i felt like she her approach was very mature in terms of like, I don't as mature, I guess, as you could be at 22 or whatever, you know, she's supposed to be 25, 25 I think, yeah. that she's supposed to be in this, in this, you know, you know, 25, I, I probably had less of a, less of a vocabulary to express myself um, and less, you know, in, in tune with my emotions. But I thought she was handling herself very positively. You know, I felt like the, I felt like the switch for her changed when she saw that he was coming in without the gloves, mm-hmm. you know, and then she kind of like let it off. So in that way, you know, I don't really put the onus on her because, like, there's only so much maturity you can have in a relationship. When you know your partner's kind of like a, 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 fuck, a fuck person because it could be fuck boy or fuck woman, you know, fuck person. <laughs> trash <laughs> you know, individual. A trash individual and very toxic. I feel like, fuck it, man. If the gloves is off, the gloves is off. Let's go ahead and be honest. Let's be real. Let's, let's, let's do all of this. Let's do all of this shit that you're dying to do right now to me. Let me do it to you and see if you can that take it. That is the Sagittarius in you. Sleeping <laughs> out all over. Is, am, I, am I alone in saying that? Yes. Yeah, that's funny because the person I was talking about is a fucking Sagittarius. <laughs> oh, shit. And funny enough, cause, and I'm going to say this people. on Mike because fuck this nigga. Like, 
literally the day after that shit came out, like this nigga wrote me a long ass fucking apology and it came. Boy, go to hell. And I didn't I didn't respond to the shit, but I was like, I was a part of me was like, where is this coming from? And I was like, I thought he watched that goddamn movie. (laughs) Hold on, Martin. You don't that ain't that Um, ain't Okay, as I we're we're both artists in a way, I guess, filmmakers. Uh-huh. Like if somebody called like I can understand for him, like this is like the that this defines him and for someone to call you like a privileged, mediocre filmmaker who has no nothing to say on his own, like I can see why it would take him to that point. I think he's completely wrong, but I understand the way he thinks about film, the way as much as he's obsessed with it as obsessed with being like a filmmaker, I understand why he went crazy there, even though he's completely wrong. I mean, but how, what did he say to her before she even got that far? Cause that was, she didn't come out the gate. Like you don't have anything original to say. You have to traffic in other people's pain. Like she didn't say that shit until like way after he said all kinds of fuck shit to her. Right. Right. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm, my problem yeah. with what she said was like, yeah, that's that's 99% of directors in Hollywood. <laughs> like, everybody's adapting other people's stories. Like, maybe like 1% of directors are telling stories about themselves, but, but everybody else is the taking people, other stuff. But they're, they're saying thank you. Well, not always. Yeah. I mean, there, there is a there's credit a whole somewhere. Bob Kane, there's a whole Bob Kane. Uh, <laughs> what was the what was the one we did the, do- the documentary on? Uh, Bill Finger oh, and yeah. Bob Kane thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that wasn't that, trafficking in his pain, though. That was just not getting no, credit. And they true. weren't that's dating, true. right? Like, it's, mm-hmm. that's it's not the well, same. That's true. It's not the same. It, it, it was colonization to a degree, still. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, it, um, yeah, yeah, Martin. I don't know, man. I don't follow you there, man. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like part of what she was saying was how she really felt, and then the other part. Like, I think, I think eighty percent of it is what she really felt, and the other twenty percent of it was like you know, delivering it in a way to make him feel, to, to, to feed into his insecurity. But I, you know, I, I'm putting myself in her shoes. If you're making a story that's about my life and like, and this is the best thing that you've done, then I think I have the license to say, maybe you're not as original as you think you are. And that's just that on that. Yeah. That, uh, so I, I, I got to stand with Marie on that one. And, and I feel like that, the 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 arrogance and the pretentiousness of him was the reason why it hurt so much. You know what I mean? Because he thinks of himself, you know, oh William Wyler and you know naming all these filmmakers that I don't even fucking know about, Thanks, right? Sir. Like that this is like that you know the, these people are the pinnacle of filmmaking, and it's just very like so. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if you're, are you comparing yourself to them? Because, because clearly you're not even on that level. Oh, right? he. What, what was crazy about that is in the very beginning, she just was like, "You mad about a review that hasn't even come out yet, and you've never gotten a good review before." Like, calm, calm your tits. So for him yeah. to, for him to immediately jump into comparing himself to all these like very accomplished writer directors was like. But I, I mean, think I that think was that... a lot of. Uh, I think that reference was like uh, Barry Jenkins when Moonlight came out. People were comparing them to like other black filmmakers like Spike Lee. He was like, no, nah, I was really just trying to make a Wong Kar Wai movie. Like, I wasn't even thinking of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was a theme of Malcolm throughout the film. Like that that particular insecurity that I need to feel like I am much more than I am. 
and I need everyone to agree with this fairy tale I've made up for myself. And the second that you don't, it's a problem, right? Yeah. Like the second that you try and veer from this story I have made up for myself, even if it's your story, if you try and veer from that, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that that felt like Marie's main crux. It's like you you think you're doing all these things by yourself. You you have told yourself this story that you can even run your life by yourself, mm-hmm. and you don't. Like you don't do any of these things, and and I've let you do it. I've let you feel this way for so long, and it happens in relationships, not just men, not just for women. Like. I have let you run with this story for so long because it makes you feel better. And I know you and I love you. So I want you to feel good. And I do all these things because I love you. I want to take care of you. But at some point, I need you to look at me and know that I'm the person doing this. And when I ask you to and you act like I'm not doing anything, I will burn this house down now. Right? Like, well, oh, okay. So, but, but, so part of his argument was he felt like that she, she takes credit for a lot of null things that happen. So this is kind of like part of her DNA from his perspective. Oh, I, I can't even get I can't even get a compliment from you. Even a compliment comes from you comes with an IOU. You know what I mean? And I completely understand that. Like mm-hmm. I, that's a pet peeve of mine too. Is somebody constantly looking for credit for something that's like mad mediocre? You know what I'm saying? Like like like. Oh yeah! Oh, that was a good idea that I gave you, wasn't it? Oh, it was cool. It a was cool. No, 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 it was cool. A therapist would tell you to look at why they do that and what parts of that of that relationship are you missing to think or praise them that they're looking for any reason to be praised. But, okay, well, I, to to the therapist, I would say <laughs> it is not my responsibility. <laughs> it's not my responsibility to to fill any holes that it's are not in your a, insecurities. No, that's not an insecurity. If we are living a life together, uh-huh. and you have and you do not praise me for what I add to our life together, everything that I feel like is me adding to it, I'm going to call it out to tell you, hey, look what I did because you don't ever notice what I do. No, and if you're in relationship with a person who needs to be affirmed, nigga, yes, it is your responsibility because that's what yeah. they need to feel loved. Love languages <laughs> exist. No, yeah, they do. no. Well, that, that's, what, that's where Treasy disagrees. That's the Sagittarius you know I mean? leaking out again. That, it could be. <laughs> it very well could be. Um, I, think that, I think that that's toxic. Personally, no. yeah, so I think it's someone toxic needing to, put, to be affirmed is toxic. I think I think to the point of detriment, absolutely. To Who's the point detriment? of like, to the point of the relationship's detriment. Like, I'm tired of affirming you, fam. Every the, could be it's, it's it's one of these things where it's like, yo, what? So what's the floor or what's the ceiling? So let me for give this you a scenario, right? So let's just say like we're we're making Thanksgiving dinner, uh huh, right? Um, you and I have collaborated on making this turkey. I'm making the macaroni and cheese. You're making the yams. Uh, you're making the drinks. I'm making the fruit tray or whatever. Yeah. I do all of the prep. Okay. All of it. I got up at five this morning to do all the prep. You come in at like 11-ish and we get to cooking. We're grooving in the kitchen, dancing, being cute, all that. Eating snacks, carrying on. Yeah. Having a great time doing it. Yeah. Right? You end up having to help me with the mac and cheese and the fruit plate. Okay. Cool. When we go out to the front. You start talking about everything that you've done for Thanksgiving. You make no mention of what I did, right? Uh-huh. Cool. I'm ignore it because Thanksgiving got cooked. It's fine. Okay. No one needs to know that I got up at 5 a.m. to prep before you came downstairs after getting all your rest at 11 a.m. to help me and then had to help me with the mac and cheese because I was tired from prepping since 5 a.m. Yeah. Your little drink stand runs out, right? I go out and fill the drinks, bring it back out. Everyone goes, oh, my God, it's just so good. I'm like, I know. It wasn't so good that I refilled this. Now you got an attitude. When you could have just said, didn't she help me do all this food? Look at this guy. She was a huge help. But instead, you're upset 
that I tried to claim a drink because you wouldn't let me claim the 5 a.m. prep. Well, one, you sound like a trigger right now. That's number I, one. It's a little bit. Number two, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a completely separate thing no, than, what I'm, than, than, exactly what, than what I'm what saying. Than what I'm saying. But in the movie, that's the theme of it, right? Like the little things he did not notice. So at this point, I'm grasping at anything because I need you to tell me that you appreciate me. That's yeah. from the ending monologue where she's like, thank me for the things you forget to thank me for, yeah. for making your life better, for good sex. Anything at that point she wanted to be thanked for because he never appreciated her. Right. He thanked her for the mac and cheese, I thought. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm being comedic. I'm being <laughs> he comedic. He screamed at her while he ate it. Yeah, no, nah, that, And nah. ate it like, and the funniest part of the movie to me was she was like, are you really not even willing to come into this room with me because you're so busy eating mac and cheese? Right. The, well, she should have burned the house down And I want to be clear because I want to make my position clear. Malcolm was a fuck boy. I, I thought Malcolm was a very... He was a very selfish. He's he's actually he's a pompous asshole. He's a very pompous piece of shit. That's what I thought about Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying he didn't deserve Marie. He did I don't, not deserve Marie. Well, I don't know Marie past this argument to know whether he deserved. We her don't or know. Not. I think what's important to call out. We don't know either of them past this argument. No, no, no. Like we've seen an hour. We've seen two hours of their lives. Right. And what we do know is that this is not their. This is their worst fight they ever had, and that this is a fight that they have fights like this all the time, and that. They both feel underappreciated. I think that context is important because, and them calling out, this is the worst fight we've ever had. Right. People need to have that lens when they start talking about their character. I feel like it's the worst fight you've had. It might be the worst parts of you right. and not the totality of you. I, well, so I feel like, I feel like there was a lot more mystery, mystery to Marie than there was to Malcolm. Like, I feel like, you know, describing him talking about, the film, the girl who did the film review, him talking about the what happened during the film premiere. I feel like those were a lot of a lot of good building blocks into who he is as a person outside of this room. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I got that about Marie. I feel like that she could be, she could either be, uh, she could be this great angel, and I mean no person, no person's perfect, but she had range to go. Like I had less context to who she was than him. I, I actually just, disagree with that because we got okay. way more of her backstory than we got of his. In what in what way? What did I miss? We we learned about her addiction and the things that she had done to damage their relationship. Like she cheated. Like she we cheated. We yeah. we learned way more about her, what she had done outside of the the relationship that you're seeing on screen, um, than we even know about him. We just know that he showed up for her. So okay, good, great point, great point. But he, so, but like, let me tell you something. Yeah. He then he threw it in her face, like. So it's like, her, yeah. yeah. So it's like, are you doing this for me, or are you doing this for you? Like, I've I've had some people in my life love me through some very difficult situations, and like, I don't gotta hear about that. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm appreciative of those people, and you know. When I had cancer, I had one of my friends like standing over the toilet, rubbing my back because I had opioid constipation. Like that right. bitch loves me, and I will, I will punch you in the face for sneezing at her. Like, right. however, <laughs> chew. Yeah, like I chew, I chew. That's I'm my joke. Girl standing in the okay. That's my shit. You're from Virginia, if that's definitely Virginia shit. So, um, but like you know, there's never been a time where she brings it up to me that she's done that for me like right if it comes up it's because i bring it up and i, I you know i don't be saying that over dinner i'm like you know i fucking love you like i never yeah. miss a chance to be like bitch i know right. you love me and i love you too like right period. right 
I, but I've never, you know, if you if if I need to do X Y Z, the only time I'm gonna bring up some shit I did for you is if you try to act like I never did shit for you. But like right and <laughs> outside me, outside of yeah. that, like nah, like. So you you brought up a good point. We learned a lot about her addiction, a lot of her low points. So this is why I feel like, and and, and this is where to me the writing is sort of brilliant mm-hmm. because we learned a lot, but we learned nothing. Because what we learned is that she made some mistakes. We learned about her low points in life, right? But it's clear watching this girl now, it is clear that she has overcome addiction. It is clear that she has, you know, she she's she's showing up for life in a way that maybe she hadn't before. And maybe there's a little bit of direction and context to who she's becoming as a woman. But we know nothing. We know, I, I feel like, we we know more about who he is because he's telling us who he is and but he's telling us who she is does that make sense mm-hmm. she's not saying who she is he's telling her who she is but mm-hmm. he's also saying that like i had these motherfuckers eating out of my hand for this film yeah. see to me that to me that's a bigger oh this is you're a piece of shit outside of this room mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying like i got you she, okay she doesn't see herself as an addict yeah <laughs> she doesn't see herself as as an addict I, I agree with you but you know what's funny in the film like again the artsy person in me in the beginning of the movie she stripped down naked and she spent most of the film naked or half naked uh-huh. malcolm remained clothed for the most of the movie so it's funny that you feel like marie, you got nothing out of marie and no transparency when art wise she was the most bare, like she was always the most bare. She was always the most exposed and he was always the most covered. So like for me, that kind of, because I see what you're saying, but I guess I felt like I knew more about Marie because it felt so much more intimate with Marie, the whole movie, everything, her tousled hair, um, like she walks in, she goes, to, we see her go to the bathroom. We see her take all her clothes off. She's making mac and cheese, smoking cigarettes, you know, all over the place in a robe. And he's always in his clothes, no matter what happens, mm-hmm. even his getting comfortable, simply moving his tie. Right. Like, so for me, I, I felt I guess I felt differently because of that. Just like well, the way the film guided me to feel. I think I, I got caught the visual up visual language. Yeah. That's got an it. interesting point, too. And I think that it came across in in her performance and then the writing is that she is being more transparent. He's performing. Yes, he's performing. Because mm-hmm. sure. he's conv- he needs to convince himself that he's that person. Yeah. She's very clear on who she is. Very much. Yeah. And, and yeah, I agree with you, Six. I agree with you in that way, for sure. And even uh, like the whole relationship, it feels like they, they are both trapped in this relationship and they've become comfortable, right? They're familiar is what's happened, is uh-huh. what it feels like. Even the filming of the movie, if you notice, they use the they use the one third rule the whole movie. Mm, okay. The entire movie, they use like the the archaic old school black and white one third. Right. Everything is a square. Okay. Even the... The squares that you see in the rooms, the way that things are positioned. If you look at the movie, everything is squared. Yeah, I, I, like you feel trapped with them. I took, I saw, I, I felt a lot of. There was a lot of frame within a frame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, photography. You know, um, that that to me was very effective. You know, the the whole scene, the very first. Um, it was like a very long tracking shot, man. And Martin, I know you had to appreciate that whole outside tracking shot where the camera's sort of following from the outside. What's happening oh, in yeah. the room, and then it goes, yeah. it dollies back and forth as he's pacing. Oh, when he was it's, fucking he was climbing jousting. in the window and shit. He, that was <laughs> he dope. Was jousting. That was really good. That 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 whole scene, the way that that was photographed, um, it it took us, it it moved us along very like, very swiftly, 
uh, but doing it in a very minimalistic way. And I've, I've, I've used minimalistic like a hundred times in this episode, but I, I hope I'm not. It's the right word for yeah, it. Yeah, it's though, the right word it. for it. Um, the visual a, language was extremely strong. That was a good point that you brought out. The clothes. I have a the, question. Yeah. Because I actually went back and watched the Rue special. Is Marie an adult Amazing. version of Rue? Yes. I think Marie is an adult version of Rue. Yes. So when I rewatched it, I realized that Coleman Domingo's younger daughter that refuses to talk to him. Uh-huh. Her name is um, Marie. No, his oh, older I, daughter's name is shut Imani. Up. Yep. I, I and knew his younger I daughter's name is Marie. Ah. Whoa. Sam, you on your genius, ass, because you're talking about your. No, that's, that affirms Lizzie's point of him airing out his grievances. <laughs> oh, with, with black people. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a good point, too. Oh, that's a really that good point. That affirms Lizzie's point of him yeah. airing out his grievances about how his own work is received because he used his own work being received negatively to catalyze this film oh okay point lazy then point lazy i didn't well, i mean I, I rewatched the rube special like yesterday because i was like i was like let me i wanted to see like are there any parallels between rue and marie and then i was mm-hmm. like this nigga's daughters are named imani and marie right so he's cre- so he cre- so he's creating a whole like a whole addiction universe, universe right? like listen to that <laughs> that sounds crazy universe. right that sounds nuts no no i think I, I mean i think in the age of the mcu it's kind of brilliant yeah sam, sam levinson is sort of like the relax he's the euphoric kevin feige <laughs> look at you do it huh? doing too much look at I'm you i'm doing too much i, I like you. this guy man i you know i get it i think he's probably a pretentious piece of shit but but i'm gonna tell you what he's doing he's that very levinson's son like yeah, I love Barry Levinson. And then I love too, Rain, and then too like he oh. was talking about himself when he was talking about Malcolm when she was like, "You got all these people thinking that you're like this expert on struggle, right?" Because he writes all these struggly characters, but you're yeah. fucking Barry Levinson's son, bitch. You don't know struggle. Yeah, you don't know. This is not your fucking but, life. But like, but he's like, "Well, what, what stories can't I tell? Like, who am I exploiting?" Like, right. Hello. <laughs> but y'all don't think y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't see the amount of self-awareness it takes to be able to write yourself in a in a character? Self-awareness and holding yourself accountable aren't the same thing. Yep. Ooh, that's a bar. But I think I okay, is self-awareness the first step to accountability? Not always. It's it's a pathway to it, but you got to walk down it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't well, stop at self awareness. But he he accountability. He's painting. If this is indeed about him, he's painted himself an asshole. Very true. So but so what th- is his, what is he saying? What is he saying? Because I see Zendaya talking, and I see John David Washington talking. What is he saying? When people, I'm I'm very sure we're not the only people levying this criticism against him. Um, obviously he knows that because he's, he's written it into the work. The movie is talking about itself before we even see what the fuck's going on. Right. right. Which we have to give him credit for. Cause I thought that was kind of fire. No, what? he's, so, he's not the no, inception no. of the movie. The movie oh. was talking about itself. Like absolutely. The whole movie very meta. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I can't take anything away from his level of creative genius. I will give him that. In a vacuum. It's wonderful. Yeah. In a vacuum. Absolutely. Mm, right. But I'm just kind of like, what are you? What are you saying? Like, I don't. How do y- we, y'all are defending him? He's not even defending himself. Like, what are you? He are said you some. Apparently, he went online and said something to people that were criticizing the film. But I never got around to reading it. Martin, did you ever get a chance to read it? Like, what he 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 said um, something to people that were criticizing. I mean, this I, one I we a, need Chandler. <laughs> yeah, I had an interview where he talked about it. He was just. I mean, I, I don't know. This interview might have been like a few days ago before like all the critics hated it, but. He Nobody, basically, yeah, well, yeah, it's like 
it's not a it's uh spoiled on Rotten Tomatoes or it's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Wow. But, but um yeah, he said he's cool with the dialogue. He he thinks film criticism is a dialogue back and forth between the director and the critics. So he's like he said he's fine with it, whatever they think. But I, oh. he, you could tell he's he was definitely kind of triggered by whatever whoever that reporter was, and I think they kind of found out who it was. But I, I don't know who it was. But he was she should be mad fucking flattered yeah. <laughs> that who, who he is be? thinking. She should be flattered that he that she that he's thinking this fucking hard about her. Like yeah. who that reporter? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. I oh, got you. I mean, oh, but the white I, I think lady he was, at the times. Yeah, I think he was also just talking about film criticism in in general. In general, how it's it's very like a, there's a identity politics aspect to it, where like you don't really see the filmmaker; you just see them as their race or whatever. Their political and, identity, and you kind of like yeah. yeah decide what they could talk about because by their identity. So, which which is fair, point. but at the same time, like. He's still punching down in that moment, talking about a white lady. Like you're, you are actually not a black person. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. like you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> like yeah. so, whoever this white lady at the times is, like you're not experiencing this the same way that a black man would. Like because you are not a black man. So like you're still, right. you're, like I said, you're still punching down. Hmm. It's but gross. I could, I could also <laughs> see, I could also see this being him writing this. Like I, I, I do think it's dope that he wrote this during the pandemic and found a way to shoot it and get it out. I think that's extremely hard just All to make a dope. movie like that. And yep. but 2020 was the year of Karens, so I could definitely see him like looking that's at okay. social media. I don't and think like, that's what Chinese New Year to. is this year, bro. <laughs> oh, the year yeah. of the Karen. <laughs> yeah. The year of the Karen. But I think I it's the pig, but also, wow, that's funny too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pig, yeah. Again, in a vacuum, right? I really appreciated seeing a black couple fight in a movie and it never get to fuck Violet. you you ain't shit talking off of, like it was it was such it wasn't an intelligent love. Yeah. no it was such an intelligent way for it it was toxic period don't get me wrong yeah. but they had such intelligent arguments right like it never it never got to dumb shit like i was never afraid anybody was going to get hurt even when she pulled that knife out i was never afraid it was, was an amazing scene yeah like oh we won't get to that i was yeah. never afraid like she was going to mush him or start slapping him. I never thought he was going to punch a hole in a wall. Mm-mm. None of that, right? Like, it never became those things that we see in a lot of black couples fighting. Like, and I appreciated that so much. Like, you know, I just, and every girl I talked to felt triggered. So it's like, I'm watching myself on TV and they're black. I know they're black, but I'm not paying attention to the fact that they're black. It's simply people who happen to look like me experiencing something I've experienced it in the same way. And I think that a lot of people who are criticizing the film and saying, oh, it was dumb, it was long. It was like, we have literally been begging to see black people just existing there for how go. long? Because I don't I don't want any more slave movies. I'm not watching anymore. Yeah. So this is what I, me, Six, has been asking for, a film simply about black people existing. And so for them to be able to do it in such, I hate saying intelligent because it sounds pretentious, but in such an intelligent way to to have this kind of conflict, right? I appreciate that. A lot yeah, in the vacuum, I, I, but I second that because he he made a point like, yep. how many b- black people do you see in black and white movies? Like, mm-hmm. there's like she's got to have it, and that's like the only one I could think yeah. of. So he, that's part of the reason why he chose that cinematography is because we don't necessarily have that representation in that like in that space or whatever. So yeah, and and and, and let's be clear that was that was part of his. That was part of his problem with the film review. 
right, is that, yo, I don't have to be making a political statement Mm -hmm. doing a black film, Mm -hmm. you know. So essentially what you're saying is that you use the the word intelligent and I would push back on that a little bit just because. It's just the first one I thought of. Yeah, but but it's just that's just not the angle. The angle is not this is not political. This is like this is a this is a fight that every relationship has has born at some time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was born the right word, Lizzie. Was born the right word. I guess. (laughs) birth yeah has been through whatever um uh so so i agree with you a thousand percent there it was it was enlightening in that way mm-hmm. to just c- sort of shed color and just experience this for the emotion that they were given and for and for relationship for the relationship value even though there was a lot of talk about you know race sort of you know banter between them but overall the film was not about that that could have happened the, i, I appreciated john david washington's use of nigga I, I like it when white people write shit and black people are like here's a spot where i'm gonna say nigga because yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is what the fuck you this is exactly it, what the well it's not even that yeah. it's like if i black we, we say nigga when we argue it's like parsley yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like parsley you know where it goes, you know it's where it goes. yeah and it's, it's just kind of like these these two black people would not have this argument and nobody say nigga so i'm gonna say yeah. nigga it was like yeah. when we were watching ways he was like he was like all right nigga like, <laughs> right, right. that white man didn't write that <laughs> right, right. Yo, I, I got I, a question do y'all yeah. think she should have been cast in the movie oh my god can i yes i love zendaya can man. i so i yes. got a question too. this Go ahead. movie this movie came to exist because zendaya was at home bored and asked sam levinson to write a movie for her no, that I, is why oh, this movie yeah. exists. So to say, should she have been? Ca- it's hers. Yeah, it's yes, her she should. No, have been I mean, it. it's hers. the character of Marie should have been cast in the movie. Oh, oh, oh good okay. Question. I'm about to say. Yeah. I, um, if she if she came with that performance that she did with that knife and didn't get it, I got a problem. If she didn't come with that level of performance during her reading, because she had. A but reading, his right? argument was she didn't come with that. She didn't really try. He yeah. fucking he shook her confidence because he made her audition. He re- he wrote a movie about her and then told her he had to audition for the fucking movie about her. I uh, mean, I think I that's real. Like, yeah, where, where's your where's say. your confidence? Where's your where's your? It, no, nah, mm-hmm. it ain't about that, man. It, okay. Listen, being yeah. able to perform, being able to perform, and being the person that you are. Sometimes it's harder to step outside of yourself and be you on camera. It's harder just to be you. You Especially know what I mean? He's being honest about it being amalgamous, right? Because some parts weren't weren't going to be true to her then. Yeah. The and then and then and then how much pushback are you going to receive in the production process when the person that actually went through something can't take the direction, can't strip themselves of the experience and take the direction just to be this character? You know, without saying, I experienced this. This is what happened. Okay, but yes, and that's valuable, but we are also making a film. You know, and and sometimes authenticity isn't the best isn't the best spade in the deck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and also, the activist in me again. It's just a movie. This is not real life. But no. do you want to put a recovering addict for maybe the past two years back into a space where they have to relive their addiction? Yeah, that's a valid. Concern. He may he may yeah. not have said that. I think he hinted at that sometimes that he just did really poorly at it. But I think that was a real concern for him. Mm. Like you even saying so. thank you. Like even saying thank you, right? Like how he was, how would that have made you feel? Like he didn't want to allude to the fact of it being her, right? Like he's taking her on all these people. Again, a man gave me this argument and I didn't really care about it, but it was kind of <laughs> Oh, now I see that, how, I, now I see where it's coming from. That right. he was like, um, 
what if he had thanked her for being the inspiration for the film and then all of his pretentious ass friends would have known that she used to be a drug addict? What if they never knew? Mm. Right. And then if she's a recovering addict, she's 25. She was an addict when she was 20. So she's still pretty early in her recovery, throwing her back into a space to relive her addiction that way in that raw. Can I posit something else? Yeah. yeah. What if they don't know she's an addict? And then they all think he's this creative genius. And then they find out that it's about her. And then they realize that. That was my pushback. Ooh. Yeah. That was my pushback. Then they, then they realize like the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That yeah. is good. That was my pushback. Ooh, that's good. Because for me, it's like, so were you ashamed of it? Because you're dating an addict. Like, that's just the fact of it. So. And yeah. then people are looking at him funny. They're like, are you exploiting this person? Like, mm -hmm. she's so much younger than you. Like, mm -hmm. are you manipulating this person? For source material, like that's all that, she it, was it could, his entire life. Yeah, but it's, it's entirely yeah, and it's entirely possible that like it could be what what the male who gave you the argument was saying. But it's He's but like doof. that that yeah. could still be self serving on his part to mm -hmm. cover his own ego because he wouldn't want anyone. Fucks for me, I was like, but she is one. What they find out later, I said the same thing. I said, and also, why does he want to hide that? Why does he? Why would he not want people to know that he's dating a recovered, a recovering addict? Like if he if he loves her enough to be with her and take her to this premiere, why is he ashamed of who she is? If that's the case, because well, she's always going to be a recovering addict. You don't fix addiction. Like. Sure. So maybe, but maybe it's not an ashamed thing. I mean, you know, there's people are a lot of things that we don't talk about. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in a relationship, you don't bring out the worst of what somebody was and say, hey, yeah, I married her, man. Yeah. She fucked like a million guys. But there's you know a tactful I mean? way. If you write a movie about a prostitute and she is the theme of the movie, uh -huh. there's a tactful way to thank her for that. Yeah. You think the guy that's yeah. married to Centoya Brown is walking around like, hey, I don't want nobody to know she used to be a hoe. Like it's part of her. It's part of well, her story. But, but that's part of her story. Like she's she's we know of her because of that true you, you see what i'm saying that like that's that, that's a difference so you know the, the so the suppressive element gets a little it gets a little tricky because like that, that that's actually a really good argument are you suppressing are, are you not thanking her because you're ashamed or are you not thanking her because you're protecting you're Your protecting her sanity well because well, or even if it's protecting her i think there are so many ways he could have he could have said thank you without even alluding to that. Thank you for being my muse, my inspiration, for helping me go through all the read throughs, for being there every step of the way. Right. He didn't say anything. Right. And 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 clearly, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it was in service of protecting her because if that was the case, mm -hmm. that would have been the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't thank you because I didn't think that this is what you wanted. I don't think he thought Roll about the it. I don't think that he thought about it at all. That's my argument. I don't think it ever crossed his mind to thank her. It was never. He didn't forget to thank her. He didn't. For, Malcolm didn't forget to thank Marie. He was never going to. It was, it was never a thing. The intention Ooh. wasn't there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought he felt guilty about using her like in that way. That's why he didn't thank her. That's even worse. Well, if it, also yeah. if he's thanking her, isn't an acknowledgement that this is her yeah. story? That's true. But yeah. I mean, there were so many ways to say that without making an acknowledgement of her story. You know what I mean? Like, but that's yeah. what she wanted. She wanted him yeah. to acknowledge that. It was her story, and he told it, and then didn't even thank her. Like, yeah. but I think had he said the thank you in any way, we wouldn't have gotten here, right? If he had said thank you oh, for doing all the walkthroughs and the read-throughs with me and being there for me every step of the way, I couldn't have done this film without you. Well, I don't know. We wouldn't she, have had this she, argument. She was she was also upset that she didn't get the part. So I think we may have still gotten this in another way. It would mm -hmm. have just off routed and, and shown itself in another way. 
Um, cause I, I, cause personally, I think maybe that might've been the big thing. That might've been the big thing is that you hired this bitch over me. You told my story without me. She said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I personally think that that's the bigger argument than you didn't thank me. You thank me was the, was the gateway. You know, it's funny. I felt like that was, you know how women do sometimes. I'm only gonna say this once, you know, we get to fighting and now we here. So let me call out every little thing I think might've bothered me before. I don't know if. For me, so I took that as like it didn't it bothered her because now they're there. It didn't feel like an organic issue with her. Yeah. Oh, uh, OK. I mean, like, it, it, well, could be. it was like, well, since we're here, you told the story, the story you didn't thank me for. I couldn't even be me in. Yeah. Like, that's what that felt like. To OK. Me. I received that. I, I I don't know, but I received that. Um. Uh. Dog, I laughed so hard when he was looking for his wallet and it was at the piano and she was like, where'd you find it? Never mind. <laughs> but, <laughs> yo, I was weak, bro. Cause it, but, but again, that just kind of shows you that he doesn't even want to give her credit for knowing where the fucking wallet was. For wow. Anything. I told you, babe, all of that wow. was about the way that he just does not recognize her or appreciate her. Or but I think everybody doesn't show does up that. But I think oh, just in this film in I do, particular, I, I need you to stop. I think in this film in particular, it was kind of, it's it's so much more out there, right? Because yeah. that's what the whole premise of the movie is. You are, you ignore your girlfriend's existence until you need source material or you feel or you feel the need to feel good about yourself, right? Because you can tell that Malcolm is one of those broken wing bird people. Like he wants broken people around to make himself feel whole. It has nothing to do with Marie. Marie is broken enough to have to love Malcolm. Right. Like, you you know, those people who need someone around them who needs them. Right. He doesn't because Marie's whole thing was, I want you to want me. I want to be appreciated. I want you to like me to be around. He kept honing in on how she needed him. You I was there for you. You could have done this without me. I was there through your addiction. when you tried to kill yourself. He needed to be needed. That's interesting because she pointed out that he was the most needy person she'd ever been in a relationship with. So they both think that they're needy. He has an inferiority complex, though, like very clearly. Yeah, I don't okay. think that he thinks that she's needy. I think that he chooses people who really do need people, right? Like he chooses broken wing birds on purpose. What she was saying is, you can't do shit without me. Watch me prove it in all these ways. You're I sitting here calling to the me point where she, I think she's tripping on that. To the point where she, when she went outside to piss, he was running around searching after her ass. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like she very they're in the middle of nowhere. She very clearly didn't like go but far even that, like <laughs> but even that for me was self-serving it was i'm not done arguing i need you to continue to feed into me emotionally no matter what the emotion is give me more of it yeah like yeah no nah, he was he was trashing that way for sure well i um, i took that as like the like i thought that kind of evolved in their relationship the way he he's always calling her name and needs to know where she is i thought that was just like something that evolved because she was an addict so on some level, like he's kind of babysitting. I mean, I guess the yeah, age difference is, yeah. It's Didn't like he, he kind of call that out at one point, though? He felt like he was always like babysitting her. I feel like there was language around that. I don't remember that, but uh, but you could be right. Yeah. What, what were you saying? Maybe. Finish what you're saying, Martin? But yeah, yeah. I think that the whole thing of him always calling her and needing to know where she is is just him. It evolved from him being like her caretaker and trying to make sure she wasn't hurting herself or doing anything wrong and and it kind of evolved to this place where like yeah he is very much this domineering guy who's being way too aggressive with her oh uh, y'all want to get into performances man 
Can we talk about that last scene, though, and oh. how much he pissed me off? Okay, talk about it. Marie gives this whole beautiful monologue about what she needed him to say. What do you want me to say? Marie said, say this. Thank me for the things you don't thank me for, for washing your clothes, for taking care of you, for good sex, for helping you with this film. He looks her dead in her eyes and says, I love you. <laughs> that is not what I asked you for. Yeah. I just told you 50 million ways to thank me and to appreciate me and to make me feel valued. And your response was a selfish I love you because you say I love you. And now I have to say I love you too. Even that is self-serving. So, so validation is her love language? No, validation is a basic human need. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's not I a don't love know, language. Man. It's a I, it, I mean, it could be affirmation, not validation. But okay, it, I, mean, I, mean, it, I mean, it could be. Uh-huh. But... I think, I think everyone I think needs if you to be appreciated. Like. That's right. I think if you starve. So speaking of love languages, we all require all of those things. It's just that we require some of them more In than others. Yeah. And even if something is very low on your list, because like affirmation is very low on my list. But like, if you never, ever give it to me, I'm going to be it's like, come yo. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if it's a two or a three for you, like that, you still do need it at some point. That means that you, it's not zero. So that right. means that at some point you, you've acknowledged that like, yeah, I do need to be affirmed. Have you ever tried to tell somebody something that they're doing that is really irritating you? And have you ever, have you ever done that? And like, they've listened in a relationship yeah that that has happened to you mm -hmm. and without getting into a thing like this like malcolm and marie mm -hmm. oh it has have have any of you guys ever had that experience we have tact though and I i've mean, had i've had yeah. someone less than tactfully tell me something that was irritating them and really hurt my feelings but i receive it yeah hmm, interesting Sagittarius, I'll tell you. As, as long as it's not like a core part of my personality. Yeah. Then yeah. then whatever. If it's a core part of my personality, I'll just be like, Go oh, well, you don't like me then. Yeah. <laughs> like, the like that's that's part of me. Like you just you just don't like me. And I yeah. I've had to tell someone that before. I'd be like, yo, you don't like the things that, that bother you about me, like you yeah. just don't like me. And you need to ask yourself like why you're continuing to interact with me. Right. I think Malcolm did not like he does not like Marie. No, not at all. Yeah. That. He doesn't want to be with her. It's it's about her being broken. He yeah. fi she feels that need. I think uh, He see, feels useful. My my only pushback to that is I think he wanted to be with her at some point. I think he, I think his ego will not let him get over the cheating thing. I think that's for me, if I had to guess that mm -hmm. was the line. That was the line for him where he he said, "I'm no longer showing up for you anymore." And like you said, he made it now his mission just to continue to punish her for the remainder yeah. of their relationship. And, and, together. And, and I think that that's something that he hasn't identified with. But that's my that is my pure assumption of Malcolm is that that line was drawn when she fucked around on him, and he's never going to get past that. And this is him. Are you projecting? No, would that be the line is, for you though, like, or 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 is that his? Because that, I didn't take that, that away that, at all. I'm that's I'm just I'm asking if you're not that, projecting, you're not projecting. No, no, I'm that's a asking. very good question. I I I'll say this: that situation did not happen to me, right? So so I'm not projecting from a place of that is my current situation. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like okay. hypothetically, in that if it was you, like, would yeah. that be the thing that bothered you the most? Because I didn't, I didn't feel that way. He was yeah. very nonchalant about telling, 
telling her about like who he fucked, like you understand what I'm saying, and and how they interacted. So like, and obviously he did it to hurt her. Was assholeish. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, it was very, it was very asshole. It was very like pointed to be hurtful, but like. But I think that was the that's the byproduct of it. Mm-hmm. That's the byproduct okay. of like. I, I've I've got oh you fuck oh you fuck around with people you you're fuckable I'd be fucking too. That's not what and she I, she didn't throw in his face because yeah, she fucked I mean, anybody. No, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that she did. I'm, I'm this she is him. To. This Men's is his problem. Egos are made of like very thin glass. The fact that you did it is throwing it in my face. This is his. This Rock is his problem. Ego. Yeah, <laughs> this is his problem. This is his problem. She's not feeding into it. But this is a problem that I think that she has no chance of getting through. Yeah. You know, how like sometimes things happen in a relationship and you think you can forgive a person, but you can't. Like you say, I forgive you and you stay together. Yes. Yes. But you. <laughs> that's a thing. That's a real thing. But you continue to like punish each other. That's, that's a very real that's thing. That's a very real yeah. thing. Like. Yes. I wish y'all could see this. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just that on that. Mar- yeah, that's all Mer had a yeah, little I don't, I don't think <laughs> like if she if he met her at when she was twenty years old and she was an addict, at her bottom, I don't think the worst thing she ever did was to cheat on him. I think she Thank probably you. did way worse things that that's he what pro- hurt him worse that though, he can't probably. forget. Yeah. So that yeah. that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, yo, you you know a crackhead, and may, maybe they, you know, crackheads going Maybe crackhead. they sucked a little dick, but like he stole <laughs> you know, the baby's milk. Like, like, it's way more worse. Like, <laughs> but, but, but I don't but think cheating is like the end all be all for like. No, if if their, Malcolm has this yeah. ego that we see him to have, that cheating for him, yeah, was him not being enough. It was him not able to fulfill her needs and be the and like. Yeah. It was an example of his privileged mediocrity. Yeah, it, no. It, Oh, in defense big. of your argument, though, um, Treasy, like mm-hmm. whenever they brought up Taylor, he was like, well, I didn't cheat on you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, bitch, I didn't ask you that. He was like, well, I'm telling you. <laughs> right. Like, who yeah, said that? You made that you. up. Like, who said that? Who said that? I found myself wondering, was Taylor like, was that, is that an actual name? Like, uh, yeah, I just figured Taylor is just the perception of what people probably thought about um, Zendaya. As far as like a young star who who is like trying to get this breakout like Oscar level role so she could become like a huge star and probably has a lot of opinions like a lot of young actors do about like politics and social issues and stuff. Right. Oh, that was very meta too. Like when she was talking about that. I thought that was interesting. Fucking Inception. Mm. He said Inception. Inception. Yeah, it's more like yeah. Tenet to me, if you ask me. I have not seen no, it. <laughs> so, so I have a question for y'all. Um, what do you think? Do you believe her as a grown woman in this movie? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, there were some parts. It got a little shaky when uh, when she was doing like the white voice and that whole like monologue about like yeah, and you know that whole monologue. It got a little shaky. I saw like a like a goofy kid still a little bit when she was calling him a hoe. No, when she was doing the breakdown about him doing a, a Lego biopic with Angela Davis and how white oh. people would receive it, and the, so that whole monologue, it's I, I, it felt very like Casey undercover to me, like the way she was presenting. She was it. doing a bit. Yeah, like she was doing a bit. But outside of that, oh man, no. I told you, man. For me, Zendaya. Zendaya just in we case. can all pick a way to say it. Just <laughs> so Jared, it's sure Jared Leto all over again. It's fine. It, all over. <laughs> Wait, is it Leto or Leto? It's Leto. It's Leto. Okay. Yeah. 
But Leezy thought it was Lido, by the way. I just I'll give you your credit there. How about that? You ain't shit. <laughs> but anyway, sir. Um, uh, when uh, I, I've been transformed, you know, to me, you know, euphoria sealed it for me. Uh, th- that this 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 young lady, her talent level is insane. It's really insane, and like we haven't even seen, I I, I think a piece of it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so Euphoria really upped it for me. And then even before this, I watched the uh, the part one, the, you know, the the Rue story, mm-hmm. the, like the special episodes. And it heightened it again for me. Like, oh, my God, this girl is like emotionally. She knows how to tap into things that I think she far surpasses her peers. But then this one upped it again to me. Like, I, I'm, I'm just I'm excited for Z- Zendaya's complete career, man, because she's. To, to be 24, 25, whatever she is, she's and to 24. be able to, t- to tap into what she's tapping into. that I mean, if, if you hear a story, she has older parents. She's like the youngest you know, child, and her, all her siblings are like 16, 17 years older than her, you know, if, not, if not more. So she definitely comes from a place of having seasoned parents. So maybe some of these things are accessible to her. But she, she is a sponge, man, and... and and it's really cool seeing her evolution. She so. does so much face acting in this movie. Yes. She's just where she's just sitting there, and her face is disgusted. Yeah, but like her <laughs> face, but her yes, or sad, or hurt, or she's just doing, or like smug. She just that whole scene that get rid of him, and she's just sitting there like. Yeah, that was hilarious too. <laughs> that was good. That was yeah. so petty, but I loved it. <laughs> I, I I think I, I put this in I the need that um, on DSPs. By the way, that I, song I put that in. Uh, I think in the um, I, I guess it was our kind of movie critics group chat. Which uh, I wish you were. I, I wish you had access to that six. Mm-hmm. We we go crazy in that oh thing. But imagine. but um, we don't. <laughs> Not I can't imagine. Not, no, really. <laughs> I cannot imagine. The, the, to me, it has to be such a treat editing her editing her performances because she gives you so much in face. And I was saying that after I watched, you know, Rue's story, there's so many times in, in Rue's story um, and in this where they just held on her reaction while the, while the other person was giving the dialogue, mm-hmm. they just held on her reaction. And it was so good that you didn't, you didn't need anything else. You know, um, when he was, when he was barraging her and saying that like, you just like to be like you, I, you. You the only person I've ever been in a relationship with that wants to be hurt. I know I fucked up barraging, right? Is that what you're making the face about, Lizzie? Is barraging not the? Uh, just let it now. slide. Just go with it. Just go. Barrage is now. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So clearly, I was wrong. But, uh, but um, bombarding. Yeah, there you there go. You bombarding, go. bombarding her with um. I told you, I'm I'm a fake wordsmith, man. It's, oh it's I love it. It's amazing. Um. But he was saying that she was the only person that he's been in a relationship with that loves to be fucking like berated. There it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She, she just loves it. Like she, she, she loves it. And then her reaction to him saying that to me was probably the biggest piece of evidence of who she is outside of this room. Yeah. She does love it. You know, she kind of gave like a, it was a very faint sort of smirk about it. Like, yeah, you right. And I love it. That's what you got from that? Yeah. That's what I got from that. That smirk to me was, I'm finna spit at you. Oh. Okay. That's the wrong thing to do. Oh. Okay. Is that is that is that what that was, Lizzie? 
a lot of her smirks to me were. I was too busy looking up barrage, and I and I owe you an apology. It's both a noun and a verb, but I've never heard anyone use it as a verb. So I was just like, I'm like a magician with these words, dog. (laughs) Whatever you yank that out of your ass, and the synonym is bombard. That is the word you meant to use. Oh, (laughs) it's a less awkward word. Barrage. I I meant to use barrage. That's why I used it. Whatever. You see what I'm saying? She got to smirking. I heard a lot of men say, oh, that was, you know, her acknowledging it. No, from a woman's perspective, a woman, if you are arguing with me and I get to smirking at you, I'm going to cut you, I'm, bitch. I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> so I'm trying not you. to spit at you. Like, it has nothing to do with me agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I took it as agreeing. No. I guess that's the dumb male brain right yes, there. Yes, it is. That's how y'all end up hurt and stabbed. Oh, okay. So we dumb. Because y'all keep going. Because you're like, oh, you agree with me? No, honey, you're supposed to tranquilo, relax. Back up off that. Yeah, 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 that 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 button. That. Stop pushing that. Stop touching that thing right there. Hold on, man. Stop acting like women ain't the queens of pushing buttons. But we don't deny it. <laughs> the fuck if y'all don't. Are you projecting? Because that was no, that, not, that was proje- a lot of emotion nah, in that. I'm, I'm cooling. I'm cooling. <laughs> it I'm was a lot of emotion. In nah, that. shout out to my wife. That I'm not projecting was nothing. A lot of emotion. I'm not projecting nothing. And your daughter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not projecting <laughs> nothing, fam. A lot of emotion in that. Mm. No, those smirks were not. I heard again a lot of men think, "Oh, we know she was agreeing with it." No, honey, that's not. That was not an agreement smirk. Yeah. I thought she was putting on like a poker face to show that it wasn't really getting to her, but it was getting to her. She was plotting Ooh. his murder. Oh, that's a that's a good read, Martin. That's a good read, Martin. Where where do you sit with it? Where do you sit with it, Lizzie? What, what was it? Do you think it was don't push that button, or do you think it was you got my number? I think she was trying not to give him the satisfaction. Okay. Okay, so four different reads. It's like in the tub when he was going through all that shit, and she's sitting there like smirking. And then when he finally leaves, is when she, she allows herself to emote. Like, right. he doesn't get to have that. Like, we're in a fight. This is war now. You don't get to have that. Right. Would you consider? Do we consider Marie petty? Is she petty? What's her toxic trait? Marie, it seems she's like relentless. She, that. And she will not bring up something until she's ready to explode about it, is what it seems. Because all mm-hmm. of these were little things that she had never expressed. Not mm. little, but like they, they were not related to this evening. Right. That she I, waited to blow up about. I mean, she petty to do it like that night. Like the <laughs> night of his um, movie premiere. But no, I mean, petty I would have been her doing yeah. it. Trigger her premiere. that night, though, too. Yeah. Right, right. And I think that was fed also by everyone apologizing. To her. I'm so sorry he didn't thank you. Like everyone noticed. Like it wasn't. That's even if she wanted to let that go. She couldn't. Like yeah. Damn man, that was a bad predicament. Man, he should have just thanked her, dog. He should have just thanked her. Yeah, but he don't love her though, so I understand why he didn't. <laughs> Get fucked <laughs> about that lady. You know what I'm saying? He said, "Okay, Lee's about to say he he said thank you at the end of the movie when the lights went off." That little half-ass, thank you. And she went, you're welcome. And you and you know what's funny? People are like, do y'all think they stayed together? That's a question I have for y'all. Do you think they stayed together after this? I think that relationship don't stand a chance. But do I you think, think they stayed together. from that, they're together, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? I, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't buy it when she said this was the biggest argument they had. I, I didn't buy that. Like, there was, there was nothing. Y'all too good at this. There... I, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, in her addiction days, there have been bigger arguments. This was maybe the biggest thing to her, you know, or her perception of it. Maybe that's her trait. Is that maybe that's her toxic trait? Is that like she 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 called him hyperbolic? 
But like I've argued with people before that like um, they make things something that they're not in a particular moment Mm -hmm. just to sort of like make their point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a perception issue. Um, You know, like, like, oh, I, I always tell you that. I always have to tell you that. And it's like, no, you literally don't. But because I don't have the way to prove it right now, like, we got to let it lay. I love when y'all can't prove it because that means I can say it. Yeah. So to, <laughs> so to me, her saying like, this is the worst argument was kind of that. And the funny part to me, that was hyperbolic. It's like, this can't be the, you were, you were a whole addict, man. This prove can't it. be the worst. You were a whole addict. Prove it. I think, prove to me that it wasn't. That's what I would say. I don't, you were bur- a whole the addict. The burden of proof lies on the person trying to disprove what I'm saying. Dang, so that's that's what kind of world we in. You could just say whatever, and it's up to the other person to disprove it. Unfortunately, that sucks. That sucks for people uh, that get spun into the rumor mill. Do you, you think can't at, prove it. you can't prove a negative, bro? Do you think at any point in this movie that Malcolm was right in in like one of their rounds? Um, let me look at my notes <laughs> <laughs> and let somebody else take it on. Let me see if. I think he was right in him communicating why she didn't get the part and that she would have gotten the part had she done better acting. I think he didn't have a lot of tact, but I think he was right. I think he was even right in bringing up you're afraid to be loved, right? Like, I think that was real, too. It was just when and how he chose to say it. Right. Is what most. I think they both were being really honest with each other. Like, even if they were low blows and horrible ways to say what they were saying, I think they were most of what they said was valid to each other. It's just, they chose to be so horrible to each other in the communication of it. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'll stand with that because I don't, I don't have any other, uh, any other instances of when, when I feel like he was right. I don't, I, me personally, I don't care. I don't care that tonight was his night. Like to me, that's never an excuse to just let shit go. Yeah. Oh, it's all about you tonight. I don't believe in it's all about you tonight. I just don't like maybe for a birthday, maybe, but I don't believe in that. If you're, if you're a fucked up person, you could be fucked up on any day of the week. My question is who was the most wrong? Oh, that's easy. Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm um, was the most wrong. Yeah. Okay. He hit, What's he hit way question? lower blows. Uh, my question was who was the most wrong? And he was just mean. Like, what if, even if they weren't so much low blows, it's the way that he, even the way he was communicating things, he was mocking her the, the entire time. Yeah. Like, and I stand by, he's a fucked up person. He came into the house with an addict during an argument and decided to drink. She said, I haven't eaten all day. And he got seconds. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think that, go, that goes into, he just doesn't think about her. Which I can Once see how that could be. Once you love someone, you never have to think about them again. That I, I can see how that's fucked up. And I can also see how somebody self-centered would do that. Yeah, I don't know, man. This it's this is definitely one I, I don't recommend anybody watch with uh <laughs> with your significant other. I don't care how long how <laughs> no. how much experience y'all got together. Um, this is guaranteed to bring out an argument. I don't know. I think I, I think a lot of people at the end of the movie would probably agree that Malcolm was wrong. I mean, I think they're filing com- even if they disagree. At certain points, they'll find common ground at the end. I don't think anybody's gonna leave this movie being like Malcolm shouldn't have said thank you. Like, yeah, but you know what though is I think it becomes deeper than that because Malcolm stands for 
Malcolm stands for the person in the, in the argument that is wrong. And the thing about self-awareness is that it never really works as you being like the piece of shit. It always, it always somehow turns itself into the other person was the piece of shit. So I can see there being, I didn't, I didn't watch this with my wife. Right. So, so I don't, this, this is not me basing anything off of anything other than what I think it, you know, nobody watches this film and says, damn, I be Malcolm when we arguing, don't I? You no, know what I'm you're, saying? No, you're, you're wrong. Cause I, I have, I have had at least three men tell me that this movie made them like think back on the way that they behaved. Oh shit. Well then, then, then there it is then. And I've and I just told you, like, I feel like yeah. I got the damn text because yeah. niggas watch this movie. No, I mean, <laughs> and but, if this is a safe space. I feel like there have been times when I was Malcolm. Like, I I can admit that. Like, there have been times where I was doing stuff. Okay. Because I knew it would work. So so then because because I, I I'm capable of doing that. You know what I mean? And I know that this made me look at some of the things that I've said in arguments. Is like, all right, now I get how it's your man number four. <laughs> who's, who's man number four? You are now. <laughs> Is you're looking at yourself going, ooh, what have I, did I behave that way? Have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. How can I handle myself? Am I handling myself like that? Like if I saw myself behaving that way, would I be proud of myself? Yeah, nah, there's, yeah. And there's definitely times I can look back and say that I've, I've done some of, some of that dumb shit that he was doing. Um, but yeah, so at, at a certain point, sometimes the gloves come off, man. And it's not something that I think people are proud of. Um, but it is what it is, man. I, uh, yeah, it is what it is, dog. And I will say, as someone who's been in an abusive relationship before, there were points where, in the movie, like watching Marie's responses, like I, you felt this weird kind of vindication. Like I wish I could have said that. Mm. I remember when that was happening, and that's exactly what I wanted to say too. Like to watch her have that courage to say it. Mm. I think some of the shit she said was fucked up, but it's like I remember feeling that way and wanting to say that, and I never did. And like seeing yourself in, in those points too, right? Because again, it. You felt trapped with them, but it felt like I was sitting on my friend's couch while we were all drunk and they happened to get into an argument and forgot I was there. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what that movie felt like. Like, you sit in the backseat of your people's car of that toxic ass couple, you know, you're in the backseat and they don't care that you're there and they just get to going at it. That's what that felt like, the whole movie. Right, right, right. Like, should I be watching this? Is this any of my business? Like, why am I? Yeah. That's real. All right. Well, I I think this podcast lasted about as long as the movie, um, which may be a good (laughs) thing, man. Um, but uh, Six, thank you for joining us and giving us another woman's perspective, another yes, black woman's you. perspective. Thank you for this. having me again. Yeah. I love coming here with you guys. And, and just so it's public knowledge, it was Leezy's idea Twice. to have you on the podcast. Twas. I love okay. coming and talking shit. Thank black you, women, Lizzie. we all we got. <laughs> yeah. And that's just that on that. Yeah, and that's just that on that. So, um, all right, man. Well, uh, I, we've done, you know, it's very interesting. We did Tenant. And then we did the little things. I mean, not back to back. We did so the little things did. last week with Denzel, and then we turned around and we're doing Malcolm Marie with. It's it's lit in the, in the Washington household this weekend, man. Is is or this month, I should say. Um, so shout out to the Washingtons, uh, John David Washington, Denzel. Shout out to Zendaya. I'm very excited to see where her career goes from here. Um, as if it can't get any higher. Right. Uh, and shout out to Sam Levinson, regardless of what Lee, what Lee says. No, shout out to no, shout out to him because I I love that this art exists, even yeah. Yeah. even though it's problematic, it still deserves to exist. 
Yeah. It, it still deserves to exist, man. And and those little Easter eggs that you found with connecting them to uh, Euphoria, I think those are very big diamonds. Uh, so kudos. Oh, to I'm going to tweet for, about for them and not that. say that you did it just so you know. <laughs> I'm going to well, take well, the credit for that. I appreciate you telling me. Yeah. I'm, look, and I'm going to steal your shit and be like, she stole this shit from yeah, me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. The credit's right here. That's, that's fine. Right. I'm not going to put the credit on Twitter. Ain't that about a bitch? You invite somebody in the house and they steal your shit. <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? That is it stealing if I tell you? What I, mean, I say about crackheads is sucking it. Like it's not. If one is worse than the other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just because you told me, it don't mean it's not stealing. Wow. So, so anyway, man, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, remember to follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at kinda. Well, sorry, Instagram and Facebook at kinda k i n d a movie critics, and on Twitter at kinda movie crits c r i t s. Oh, um, and. Go on YouTube and follow Treezy's daughter, Science Gamer. She makes the cutest yes. little video. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. My daughter's a YouTuber. Listen, man, my daughter was sitting on 16 subscribers uh, for the longest time. Uh, I, I I put I put a, uh, a, you know, I put like an SOS call out to the kind of movie critics group chat. And thank you, Lizzie, for really, really stepping in and 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 chaperoning, not chaperoning, I guess championing for my daughter, uh, getting getting the team to subscribe to you know her videos and and watch her videos. That really made her. I wish I wish I would have recorded the moment when she came in and like kind of like overnight she had more subscribers. Man, I, I commented I really yesterday. She she commented right back to <laughs> man. She's she is yeah science gamer on YouTube. That is my daughter. Uh, I, I, I gotta approve. I, I may have to edit this out. My wife may not approve me <laughs> for identity issues, but you know, my daughter doesn't, you know, put her identity out there, but, um, uh, but yeah, if you happen to be on YouTube, she is a girl, she is a girl gamer, uh, science gamer. Uh, and that's all I know about the URL. Maybe, maybe we can put it in the episode. Do you I'm not mad at it. I just, what I was, the, one of the reasons that I was like wanting everyone to support her is because. When kids find something that they love, we need yes. to be encouraging them. Mm-hmm. Let me go do that right thank now. Thank you. Actually. Thank you very, very. That's mm-hmm. I couldn't have said it any better. And uh, on behalf of my daughter, thank you. You welcome. for real easy. Uh, uh, I almost said her name just now. <laughs> yeah, please don't, please don't. And remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are. We're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an on-ear network production. <laughs>